Hello, listener. So the podcast you're about to hear is a podcast I recorded after I watched both After films, uh, After and After We Collided. I had many beverages, uh, alcoholic beverages, and I played a drinking game while watching these, um, and I got very, very drunk. So the quality's not great. I've edited it down to take all the pauses and long rambles and everything, but I think it still captures the essence. So enjoy, I guess. Hello. I'm back from watching those movies. Um, and if you've forgotten what they were, which you shouldn't have, because you literally heard it 30 seconds ago, probably more than that, I don't know, uh, I watched the After movies, I watched the first one, which is just called After, and then the second one is called After We Collided, and then apparently there's three fucking more of them, so that's great. But there's only two movies, so that's that's something we can all be happy about. Um, I'm just trying to, um, I'm just trying to do my time, like like get the calculator up. So it's like, um, yeah, no, yeah, okay. Let's talk about after. So. Oh, you son of a bitch. Alright. So, little, before we start, little little tidbit about after. Where did it start? It started as a Wattpad story of One Direction fanfic, and Anna Todd, the author of that, turned it into this uh, novel called After, and then it's a whole series of books apparently it's a whole it's a whole series of books and there's only two movies out thank god but apparently there's going to be three more two more three more two more i don't know i don't know two more and i'm i have to watch them i think i have to watch them because i'm not invested in the story yet but I am intrigued because I know the characters and I think I think I know where the story is going I, I, I might I might know where the story is going but I don't know we'll see because the way that second movie had a cliffhanger, it was just, I don't know, it was, like, is it going to explore the family? I, I don't know, let's just not get into it, let's just not get into it. Okay. <clears throat> so, if you were following me on Instagram, you knew that I was doing a live react thing on Instagram, and thank you if you watched it, but you'll probably watch it tomorrow, because I spent like fucking four hours watching these movies why 
Um, there's no answers. We don't know the answers to these questions yet. So what I'm going to try and do is, I'm going to try and recount both movies. What went down and what happened. And, um, and just try and like, uh, like recount them. And, uh, I think I know what they're about. I, I don't need it on TV. I've written, um, <coughs> gross. I've written down notes of what, like, what I thought about them, and this is what it is. So, I think I've said the, the, Harry's, the, the One Direction thing, right? I've said it. I said the One Direction thing. Cool. So, it's about a woman named Tessa who goes to college, college, and meets group of friends and then one of the group of friends is a bad boy named Harden who reads because that's his character he reads and he's got problems he's got alcohol problems he likes to get tattoos on his back um, when he's angry and I don't, that could be a problem to your skin I guess I don't know um so it, like I said, it's based off the One Direction fanfic, and um, right off the bat, when we even open the movie, we we get a very poor establishing. Uh, oh, my book's falling apart. We get a very poor effort of establishing character, because Noah, who is a piece of shit, by the way. We don't even know if he is the boyfriend or a brother. I legit thought he was a brother. And people on Letterboxd think the same thing as well. Because I looked at the reviews on Letterboxd and uh, they, there was one there was one guy and there was another guy. Two guys said that he would look like the brother. So, like, it's... it's <laughs> It was bad. Like, don't establish it like that, and then you won't have a problem. Because people get confused and thinking that she's making out with her brother, which is like, this is a, this is a PG film. Um, so, so yeah, it, weird. I thought it was weird. The way she meets Harden is very weird. Uh, and creepy because she's coming out of the shower and he's just there reading and he's reading like I think uh, is he reading Emily Bronte uh, Emily Bronte Bronte Teeth uh, he's reading Emily Bronte he's reading something He's reading Alice in Wonderland, I think. Great Gatsby. He's reading The Great Gatsby. 
because he says it's all a dream and then she says it's all a lie <laughs> it's all coming back uh, and he just kind of just he's just like well I'm not looking so you can just because she's trying to like undress herself and he's like well I'm not looking so you can like you can you can you can like get undressed and it's like dude what the fuck like just let her undress man like and you're in her room you can surely wait outside it's not a problem like it shouldn't be a problem for her for her for him to wait outside um he's just really really i just don't like him hardened let's talk about him i don't like him he's creepy he has a punchable face and there's a fucking reason that he was um uh, Tom Riddle and Harry Potter. There's a reason that he that they 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 named him Tom Riddle in Harry. Like he played the guy, he played the guy that was Tom Riddle in Harry Potter. There's a reason because that kid was a creepy little shit, and he's grown up to be this guy, and he he is very he doesn't look nice. He he's not very nice. My boy Landon, however, is looking fire, and he's where it's at. But he just. Like he doesn't have the problems like everyone else in this movie because he's he's a nice dude. He's a really nice guy and he's just there to look after your friends. And that's that's exactly who Landon is, and that's who I want to be friends with. Not Harden. If I was Tessa falling in love with Harden, I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't fall in love with him because he's not attractive. That's a fact. Uh, there's a scene uh, early on where they're debating Pride and Prejudice and they're like going back and forth in the classroom and this is before they start getting steamy and shit so they're debating Pride and Prejudice and then it's like I'm just like watching it thinking like oh this is not this is a definitely a metaphor for their future relationship and he's like well Charlie uh, Charlie? Charlotte? Charlotte? Charlotte Bron- Bron- uh, Bennett needs to chill. And she was like, what? He he can't say that. Because that's Jane Austen. Pride and Prejudice is a very prestigious book. So obviously there's conflict there. Um, did I mention Harden is creepy? He is. He's very creepy. Let's talk about Oh yeah. Okay. Let's. Okay. Yeah. Because what I what I didn't count on when I did the drinking game was I didn't count on there being so many cliches, and I I, I should have thought like I'm such a dickhead. I should have thought there was gonna be cliches in this thing, and it's it's just a cliche. Left, right, and center. A lot of cliches. Left, right, and center. And I should have seen it coming, but it wasn't like. I should have seen it coming. That's just a fact. Like maybe, maybe it, it's good that I didn't put it in there because there will be a, another Von Trapp. <laughs> yeah, there will be another one getting uh, drunk, and, and I don't think I can. No, it's not happening. It moves fast, and they already want to live together. He drives a muscle car. He's supposed to be a bad boy. He clearly is a bad boy. 
I mean, this is going back to like cliches and everything. Like, he, of course, he drives a muscle car. He's got tattoos. He wears a hoodie when he's sad. He's at a party. I think. I think it's the, the party where they play Truth or Dare. And um, no, it's the fucking pit because that's when Noah like he shows up. Noah shows up. I'm just like, what the dude? What the fuck are you doing here? Like, no one likes you, and you're possessive, and you're toxic, and you're annoying. So what are you doing here, Noah? Get out. And then he's Harden, who's like not even he's he's like not as good either. I, I, I mentioned that I don't like him, so he's not good either. And he just sits there in his hoodie and he's sad. And then that's the whole film. It's just Tessa meets Harden, they fall in love, they fuck up, they. It's all cliche, it's all been done before, it's Harmos's dick. Like, people. It's. It's not. Bad. I mean, it's bad, but it's not. Like, it's not offensive. It's not offensively bad. I just thought when I was watching this movie in particular, and then the second one too, but we'll talk about that in a minute, that I was like, if these can, these Wattpad stories can get made, then I surely have a shot in the film industry. <laughs> because, like, come on, man. This is first draft fucking bullshit. Like, all the dialogue is because I, I had, I had a thing for uh, in the drinking game. I, I had the the criteria for cheesy lines, and I just fucking I just ran out. I just ran out because I'm just like, hey, this is just, this is it. This is just fourth. This is just first draft dialogue. It's like not even great. Let's talk about cliches again. Uh, Molly, the snarky girl, is always going to be one of those antagonists. She's there. She's always picking a fight. So, and then she gets her ass whooped in the second one, but again, we'll, we'll get there in a second. And then I laughed. I laughed so fucking hard when they were at the aquarium and it was like a montage and then uh, love montage, pop song. It was just fitting all the books. I was sitting there with my book and I was just crossing off the criteria. I was just crossing it off, crossing off, crossing off, crossing off. And, oh, man, it was just, <laughs> it was, like, oh, oh, I was laughing. I was laughing hard. And, um, I think a shark swims by and he goes, oh, <laughs> it looks like you. And I was just sitting there just thinking, dude, it's a shark. It's a fucking shark. How does that look like a human being? That that is a, that bitch is a fish. How does it look like a human being? So bad writing. Hang on. Um. Let's talk about performances. Um. Josephine Langford is fine. She is doing. She's trying. She's doing what she can with this dialogue. For sure. Now, Langford, does that ring a bell? Yeah, well, it does. Catherine Langford's sister. 
That is Josephine Langford. It's her younger sister. Because I thought she looked like Catherine, and then she kind of sounded like Catherine. Like, I think I picked it up like 45 minutes in, and I was like, that sounds like Catherine Langford. I wonder. And then, of course, lo and behold, Josephine Langford, younger sister of Catherine. And I was like, mind blown, right? So that's funny. And then uh, the guy that plays Tom Riddle, uh, well, Tarden, who used to be Tom Riddle, Ralph Hero, Ralph Fiends, I think. Oh, my God. Is he Ralph Fiends' son? I'm not even going to look it up. I'm not even going to look it up. He's, he's bad. Anyway, he's bad. Um, I just don't like him. I just don't like him. He's bad. He's bad. He's a bad actor. And it's not... It's not... Uh, I think it's Casey Gray. Who's the director for this? Who directed this? Jenny Gage. I was way off. Um, she's like... I don't know. Like I, I don't really get any of her style in this. But yeah, she's... It's not her... I think it's not her. Because then you got Roger Cumble doing the second one. It's him. He bad. He bad. So, yeah. One thing that also bothered me as well was the library closes really fast. It just, clo- like, it closes really fast. Um, the lights go out here. So, okay, let me just paint the scene for you. They're at the library. People are just like sitting there chilling. This guy comes around, the librarian I'm guessing. (laughs) Probably is, right? He comes around and he says, Alright everyone, we're closing the library. You need to get out. And then usually, you know, it's when you're at Woolworths and you you think... uh, You get like a 15 minute head start, I think. They give you a head start. I thought it was going to be like that. But no siree. Those students get the fuck out of there. Everyone leaves. Like this is this is all in the takes place in the frame. Everyone leaves, and then already it's all lights out, and the security guard is there, and they've got to hide from the security guard. And I was just thinking, in terms of logic, right? That is a really fast closing. <laughs> that is a really fast closing of. Of, a, of an establishment. If you can close establishments that fast. Okay, let's just paint the picture. You're working at, um, uh, I don't know, a, cl- a retail store. And you've got to close up, sh- close up shop. Surely, before you close up, you turn off the lights. And then you've got to do some sort of inventory or something like that, a bit of cleaning, to put things away. Not this library. They are just turning lights off, people are leaving, and security guards are already there, and the lights are off. I mean, they're, they're off. And it's, it's just like that. And it's fucking crazy, dude. Um, I brought up frames before. This film... Hang on, I'm just trying to get the book right. 
This film is 15 minutes. This film is mostly med shots. I'm not even joking. It's mostly med shots. I counted 15 minutes before the shot style changed and it was to a close-up. But on, I shit you not, this film is mostly med shots. Like, like I'm like any type of med shot, but like it's mostly med shots. I never, we never get an ECU. We don't get a bloody CU. We don't get a bloody upside down. So boring, basic, bland, white bread. That's what it is. Um, didn't like it. Um, that's about it. I think I want to say for after. Let's move on to after we collided. Because it's even worse. Okay, so at the end of after, what happened was we found out that Harden had apparently, like, it, he says he fell in love with Tess afterwards, but, you know, come on, you can't trust that bitch, right? He did the, like, he asked her out as a dare, and then he said, I can just turn it off. They have a fight in the rain. She fucks off. She goes back to see her mum. Her mum's like, what did I tell you about that hurdle? Her mum's a her mom's a bitch. She's a bitch. And then at the end, they are both on the dock and then they look at each other. Well guess what? Roger Campbell, or Anna Todd shall I say, pulls the rug out from under and pulls a Ryan Johnson subverting expectations and says, Well, guess what? She was never there. It was always it was just Harden at the jetty. At the dock? Jetty? I don't know. At the dock. And she was she wasn't there. She wasn't there. Um turns out she was uh where was she actually? No. Oh no. Oh wait. No, she wasn't there. He was at the dock. And that, f- yeah. Who cares where she is? Doesn't matter. And then he wakes up. So in this movie, he wakes up in his car. And it's been like a month, a few months. I think it says a few months later, I think the subtitle says. A few months later. And then, oh my, oh my God, I shit you not. In the voiceover, he compares their love story to this ancient Greek tale that gets passed down. And I was just shitting myself laughing. It was ridiculous. Um, he recounts for the first movie, just because, just in case you forgot, he just tells you everything that happened in the last movie. Um, Dylan Sprouse shows up in this one, just out of nowhere, just, he's just there, as Trevor. Um, he plays her partner because she gets the job at Vance Publishing, which, by the way, in the first movie, exhibits no fucking evidence at all that she wants to work in publishing, and then suddenly she meets his father, who... Again, by the way, gets recasted for this movie. She's like, oh, I want to work in publishing and stuff like that. And, she, and the only, bitch, the only thing we get of her is that she's bookish. That's it. Nothing about, like, she wants to work in publishing or anything. That she's bookish. Like, I fucking, I read, I read books. I don't want to work in publishing. I want to be a book editor. So, how are we supposed to know from her being bookish that she wants to work in publishing and then she just works there in this movie There's, the groundwork has not been done Anna, you have not done the groundwork so 
Boo. Zero stars. Um, and then, anyway, for, for this one, they ramped it up. They ramped it up, baby. They got they got the R rating, and they're letting that shit go. They're letting it fly. There's F-words. There's uh, sex scenes. There's six sex scenes in this one compared to the one sex scene in the first one. There's fucking six in here. Um, and I, I, when I say they're letting the F-words fly, it's like literally every sentence in this movie. Like, they're letting it go. Whereas they have, like, the PG for the first one, like, Fifty Shades Light. Uh, they're letting it go in this one. And you can tell they got, like, a, a better, like, they got a more adult rating. And they're just like, oh, let's just fucking, let's go with it. So, yeah, this one, um, this one has, okay, what can I say about this one? This one has more... Uh, is just as bad as the first one, but is more entertaining and has more things in it, more shit happening, but also has god-awful dialogue, worse than first draft, and um, it also sucks as well, but it's, like, more fun to watch. I don't know. They're both, like, 96 minutes, but it's more fun to watch, and you don't want to neck yourself after watching it so you know that's just that's just me like the first one like was like it was pretty harmless but it's pretty fucking boring this one's like kind of boring sometimes but it has some like things in between to keep you like laughing i guess and just looking at a train wreck um so they're both pretty shit but this one's got the entertainment value we'll say that um he has this is <laughs> There's a subplot where his mother's... I mean, this is not funny, but... His mother got uh, raped, and he watched it. And there's a subplot where he's like, that's all happening. And he has these visions, and he has these scary visions. And then his mother, like, comes out of nowhere and, and, and lives with him. And then she tells Tessa, she's like, Oh, we stopped having those weird visions after he met you. And I'm like, fuck what no no that's like tra- that's like childhood trauma you need to see a therapist my dude you need to get over that shit and he obviously still harbors bad feelings towards his father because then when he goes to the Christmas party sees the recast father and then punches him in the face he's still obviously not over that shit so my dude you need to see a therapist and work your shit out. And then when, uh, I think it was when they're at the house with his mother, like Harden's mother. Harden's mother asks, who I've already forgotten her name, Nicole, Angela, I, I don't know. She asks, what is in, why doesn't your mum like Harden? And then the bitch Tessa just... Dodges the question completely. Just dodges it completely, then asks something else. And then you're left as the viewer thinking, why didn't you answer that question? Why didn't you answer that question? And it's just fucking weird. She just never asked. Like, she never answered that question. Why doesn't your mum like Harden? 
Is it just because he wants to break up with him? She Is it just because she wants you... Wait, no, no. She wants you to break out with Harden. Harden's going to break your heart. Is it just because that she thinks Harden will break her heart and she doesn't really trust Harden and he's a bad boy, so he's like, no. And Noah's Noah's not even better. Like, I'm sorry, but Noah is not even better. He is no... What am I trying to say here? No better. He is no better. He's also possessive. The, the, The boy gives her, like, seven missed calls in the first movie. I'm like, holy shit, you clingy bastard. And... The men are not great in this, these films. They're not great. Landon is the only dude who is great. Landon is my guy. He's a very he's a nice guy, and I've said it before. He's just awesome. And he knows about birthday horoscopes, and that's all you need in a guy. That's all you need. All you need is Landon. Praise be Landon. Um, Victoria's Secret product placement, definitely. Um, her underwear is always, fo- oh, well, the camera is always focused on her underwear having Victoria's Secret. So I'm thinking, product placement, Victoria's Secret. Is there something going on there? Conspiracy? Maybe. I don't know. Bill Gates is there as a stand-in. It's not Bill Gates, though. Who is that man? He has a wig and he wears glasses. Not Bill Gates. Um, there was another scene where I literally was just sitting there laughing because... I think it was the scene where he was wearing the wireless earbuds and um, he was just rocking back and forth and just angrily listening to music and it was fucking hilarious because his face, again, punchable as fuck and he's just so funny because he's not believable. (laughs) His, His performance is not believable. So... I just found that really funny. Um, in terms of character development or things happening around the movie, uh, especially the Tessa, um, everything just kind of happens off screen in these movies, but both movies, more so this one after we collided, but in both movies, everything just kind of happens off screen and it's not important. Um, and, and it's all you need to learn how to write. That's just simple as that. Um, because bad, bad, bad. <sighs> I don't know. I'm, I'm done. I think I'm done. I tried. I didn't like him. Um, we had fun. We had fun, though. Um, there's going to be two more, so that expect another podcast. Probably not like this again, um, because this was an absolute train wreck. I wanted to create something. Now, this could either be genius or this could either be extremely unprofessional. Let's go with the second one because it's probably that. But let's go. But my intention was this. My intention in hindsight now is this. This podcast is supposed to be a representation of the two films that I just experienced. And I think I might have succeeded. And I might lose listeners over this, but I hope you had fun. And uh, don't watch these movies. Don't watch them. They're not great. 
and there's going to be, I, I, did I mention there's going to be more of them? There's going to be more of them. Um, oh, look, I wouldn't even be surprised if they made a fucking grey movie. I wouldn't even be fucking surprised. The old James would probably fucking try and get that done. And she is a trash person. She's a trash person. I've seen the behind the scenes stuff, and I, I, and she, I've just seen her in, in interviews and things, and the way she treated Sam Taylor Johnson, I'm not a fan. She a bitch. You a bitch, E.O. James. Um, you're a bad person. Let's just use it politely. You're you're trash. Okay. Cool. Good. And Anna Todd, you're not like you're not trash. You just need to learn how to. You just need to learn how to write a better story. That's it. Because your characters suck, and I they're not believable. Josephine Langford's trying. Creepy ass Edward from Twilight is not. So that's it. That's yeah. That's that's it. I think. Thank you. Uh, have a have a good night. <laughs>